How is recursion like a for loop? By the end of this episode, you will learn the three parts to recursion. Initialization, exit condition, and advancement. Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So people often think that recursion is hard, but there really isn't that much more to it than a for loop. So it's about as hard as a for loop, let me put it that way. And recursion is important because you're going to come across it if you're a functional programmer. People do recursive algorithms. But recursion, as I've talked about in a previous episode, is really great for certain problems, better than a for loop. Sometimes for loop is better, but um, recursion is better for some problems, particularly if you have a recursive data structure. Okay, so let's see how recursion is like a for loop and how it should be you know, straightforward to translate most things into recursion. So just to back up a second, recursion means a function that calls itself. Okay, it doesn't really, like that definition by itself doesn't tell you how to solve problems with it. Okay, but I, I want to tell you how to solve those problems. Okay, so a for loop has three parts up at the top. It's got the initialization, so that's i equals zero. Okay, let's say we want to count up to 10 with our for loop, just something really simple. So it has the initialization, that's i equals zero. Okay, you're initializing i. It's going to have the exit condition, so that's, it's, it's more like the continuing condition, the staying in the loop condition. That's i is less than 10, right? In the exit condition, you can do the opposite of that. i is not less than 10. Um, and then there's the advancement, which is i plus plus, right? So it's a very common pattern to use i equals 0 i is less than 10, i plus plus, or i is less than the length of an array, right? So that's that's the for loop. Now recursion has those same three parts. It just doesn't put them up at the top in one neat package. And so when you're looking at a recursive solution, you, you, gotta, you gotta squint and see these parts, okay? They're not gonna be like noted out like you know, they are, they're separated with semicolons and there's one, two, three, like they're not going to be so clear, but they're in there. All right. So the first part is initialization. And this is because when you're doing recursion, your variable is not some extra declaration like, you know, var i. The, the initialization, it's going to be when you call that recursive function for the first time. So when so your code might call it with zero, and the argument is called i. So that's the initialization. Okay, that's the first call. So we're gonna do like count to 10 as a function. We'll call count to 10 zero. And when you define count to 10, it's uh, count to 10 and the argument is i. Okay. Now, the exit condition. This is going to be the opposite of what you have in the for loop, but it's easy to translate. You just put a not. Or we can say um, exit when i is greater than or equal to 10. 
right? So you're going to have an if. You're going to have a branch. You're going to say, if i is greater than or equal to 10, we're done. Don't recurse. Don't call yourself. All right, then there's advancement. And this is where you call yourself with a value that is a little bit closer to the exit condition. This is like in a for loop. I'm adding one. That should be, if I start at zero and I keep adding one, I should get to 10 eventually. Same with advancement in, a re in recursion. I'm going to call myself with a value that is just a little bit closer to my exit condition. Now in recursion, in functional programming, we usually call the exit condition a base case. Right, so the base case is the case, usually it's like the easy case. Like, so the empty list is the base case. And your advancement is getting you closer to the base case. So you start with a big list, you do something with the first element, and then you recurse on uh, you know, the tail of the list, everything but the first element. So you've removed one element from the list, so it's getting closer to your base case. It's getting closer to the empty list. And you keep doing that over and over and it's getting smaller and smaller until it gets to the empty list and then boom, you're in that branch and you're done. Um, one of the differences between a for loop and recursion is that a for loop is a statement. So it doesn't have a return value. You have to get a value out or you, you're building up a value in a variable somewhere, right? Um, a, a function call is an expression that has a return value, that has a value that will, you know, when you evaluate it, you, you know the result of that expression. And so your function call that's recursive, your recursive function, is going to have to figure out the value to return in each case. And that base case, the exit condition case, that one is, you'll, you know, you'll have to figure it out. So if it's counting up to counting the elements of a list, the base case, the empty list, what's the count of an empty list? It's zero. And what's the count? What's the other case, the non-exit case? Well, I'm going to take one off, and I'm going to recursively call myself on the rest of the list. So I'm going to add one. So the, the, what's the return value? I'm adding one to whatever I get from that recursive call. Okay, no, it might be zero. I might get zero out from that recursive call because I might be almost empty. Um, but you're, you, you have to think of the return value of that particular expression. You don't do that in a for loop. In a for loop, you're adding one to a variable, right? Okay. Uh, so let me recap. Uh, recursion means a function that calls itself, but that's not. it doesn't give you a clue on how to solve problems with it. For loops have three parts, initialization, exit condition, and advancement. Recursion has the same three parts. They're just not all laid out in a nice little, you know, uh, statement up at the top. And uh, in recursion, the exit condition is called the base case. 
And this is usually the easiest case, the, the case that doesn't have any work to do. You know, like the empty list doesn't have any work to do, but it's going to have some value to be to re be returned. Uh, and that gets to the last thing. For loops are statements, so they don't return an expression, whereas, or they don't return a value, whereas recursive functions are called, they're an expression, they need a return value. So you need to have a return for every case. And this is one of the things that gets people a little mixed up. Uh, so do yourselves a favor. Um, if you've got some recursive functions in your code base or a code base you're used to looking at, uh, go through and identify the three parts. You know, look at how it's being called, where's the initialization, where is the exit condition, maybe there's more than one exit condition, where's the advancement? And you, you can actually sometimes see that there's, oh, there's two possible exit conditions in this recursive call I could count up to I could count down to zero or I could hit the end of the list right both of those are possible and the advancement is well I either decrement to get to zero or I remove something to get to the closer to the end of the list and so it's it's interesting you can start to play with it and and do stuff that kind of gets complicated in a for loop um, Although I still say for loops are great. Um, right. So please do me a favor. Uh, this is where I try to get you to uh, help me out. Um, tell your friends about this. Uh, recursion is an important concept. And if I've explained it well, if you like my explanation, they might like it too. Um, please subscribe because there's more like this to come. So... Uh, you can also get all my old episodes. They're all in there in the feed. My email is eric at lispcast.com. I love to entertain questions. Uh, and if you do email me about the podcast, I assume I can talk about it. So if you don't want me to talk about your question or mention you in the podcast, please let me know. And you can reach me on Twitter. Love to get into discussions on Twitter. I'm at Eric Normand with a D and you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. See you later.